0: hello and thank you for joining us for this uh, live online bible study today or if you're catching up afterwards it's good to have you with us as well now over the last few weeks i've been doing a series on freedom from oppression and captivity we've seen that the gospel is a message of freedom jesus came to set people free and uh, not not just free spiritually free in every area of their lives Uh, We've talked about the fact that the the enemy wants to oppress people. And in that oppression, in that captivity, uh, it it, it gives him access to do what he wants to do in their lives. The enemy is not on people's sides. The devil is not on the side of humanity. He's the enemy. And his desire is to, to lead humanity into oppression and captivity, captivity to darkness, and, and he uses things like sickness and disease. I uh, see, God. Is, it's even been taught amongst Christians that God uses sickness, all kinds of things. And I've tried to clarify some of that. And we need to see the clarity of the New Testament. Sickness and disease, there's people that have been oppressed and, and, and in ca- captive, prisoner to illnesses for years and, Ill, and, and different conditions in their bodies. There's no freedom in that. There's no life in that. And I'm not condemning the person. God loves the person, but God's desire is to set people free last time we talked about that woman uh, in in the Bible in Luke 13 I think who was bowed over with the spirit of infirmity and Jesus came and he he described that condition as bondage to the enemy that captivity the enemy has kept her in chains to that situation Uh, and Jesus came he said he talked about her being loosed being set free those chains being destroyed over her life But you see, the enemy has kept some people uh, oppressed even to 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 not just sickness and disease, but emotional things, depression or habits and sins and things that they just can't get free from. And it's God's desire to that people live free, get free. And the spirit of God, the anointing we've seen throughout the Bible, uh, even in the old covenant, God would the spirit of the Lord would come upon people and God would anoint people uh, to 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 release the nation and to release people from captivity. Now, in the old covenant, it was a natural captivity, but God's showing us something here. The anointing, the spirit of God and Jesus even said this, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Uh, because he's anointed me. And then he went to talk about freedom to the captives and to set at liberty those who are captive. Peter in Acts 10, summarizing the gospel, talked about how the spirit of God came upon Jesus to, to, to heal and to set people free from that oppression of the enemy. This is not a side message in the gospel. This is core to the gospel. It's central, freedom. And this kind of phrases where Jesus said, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Paul talked about people not going back into the yoke of bondage. See, the New Testament is supposed to be a place of freedom, but not just natural freedom, but freedom spiritually, freedom in our bodies, freedom in our minds. And, and this is not being preached enough. In fact, the enemies try to obscure this message and get Christians preaching something else. And I'll talk more about that along the way today. But we need to capture this. We need to really get a hold of the fact that God wants us free. God wants you free in every area, truly free. Now, let's look at something here in John 8. I'm going to read the the bit that most people are familiar with, but then I'm going to read a little bit further on as well. John 8 verse 31, Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word. I'm going to come back to that right at the end. If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. What is the, uh, see, the word of God is truth. It brings truth into our life. And in that truth is freedom. That that, that the more truth, the more of the word, the more light you walk in, the more it brings freedom into your life. See, God's word is not designed to bind you and imprison you and oppress and captivate you. It's designed to bring freedom. Now, uh, after Jesus said this in the very next verse, the crowd that was listening to him answered him. And this is what they said. We are Abraham's descendants and, and, and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you shall be made free? See, they were thinking natural oppression. They said, well, we've never been prisoners to ever anyone. And what they think they're just thinking we've never been natural prisoners. Our, you know, in our lifetime, our nation has not been captive and oppressed, and they weren't getting what he was saying, yeah, they're just thinking naturally. But you see, you need to realize this there's natural oppression and there's spiritual oppression. you can be you can be free naturally, but oppressed spiritually and captive to a spiritual enemy to the realm of darkness. And when, when a person is captive in the realm of the enemy and the captive to darkness, the, the enemy gets gets access to their lives. He can bring his captivity to their bodies, to their minds, to their emotions, to their lifestyles and all kinds of things. The more access the enemy has, the more oppression he can bring. So they said, well, we, you know, what do you mean we're going to be free? We've never been slaves. And then this is what Jesus said back to them. Jesus answered them, there, verse 34. Most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. So, so Jesus said, oh, hold on, guys. I'm not just talking natural things here. I'm talking about the, the, the other things. And he referred to being a slave of sin under the captivity, under the control of sin. And, and then just a verse after the verse or two after that, he says, if the sun makes you free, you'll be you, you, you will be free indeed. You know, I, I need to say something about this. The, the enemy, and especially in the generation that we live in right now. The the idea is that, oh, you know, the Bible's out of date. And even Christians are thinking this. Oh, it's just an out-of-date message. Oh, it's not important. It's not, it, we don't really need that now. You know, we've learned that we can live however we want to, and we can just do whatever we want to. And if it's fun, if it feels good, we can do it. This is how the enemy wants people to think. This is how the enemy gets access onto this planet. I'm gonna I'm gonna be bold and courageous with some things. I want we need to see this for what it is and see what's going on. See, people think oh, it's, it's, it's fun to sin, and oh God, oh God's the problem. He just doesn't want us sinning and God doesn't want this. And see, the enemy is deceiving people and has deceived large large portions of humanity and even Christians to thinking that living however we want is freedom, yielding to Temptation, yielding to the enemy, yielding to the things that the enemy puts in front of us, that he dangles in front of us, living by your desires and your feelings and your whatever you want. The enemy has tricked humanity into thinking that's freedom. But what they don't realize is that it is a deception. The enemy uses these things when when we yield to the ways of the enemy and we let those things into our lives. We open our lives up to his oppression and captivity in other ways. We allow things. This is what God's trying to protect us from. This is why God said, don't do certain things. Don't live certain ways. It's not because God's trying to take away the fun. It's because God is trying to protect us. Because God knows when we walk in the ways of darkness, we open our lives to the oppression and captivity in darkness. The enemy wants to get people to walk in his ways because if we yield to his ways, he can bring other mess into our lives as well. Now, and God knows that. God knows that. He, he you see, some some human beings think, oh, you know, we know so much better than God. Now we we've learned that you know some things in the Bible they're just out of date and we don't need that anymore the enemy wants us thinking like that he wants us to discard and throw out the one thing that will bring freedom into your life the one thing that will lead you on the path of true freedom from captivity and oppression see he, i'm going to we need to realize this the word of god is one of the is is one of the obstacles to the enemy completely taking over and completely bringing his mess onto this planet. The word of God is life, it's light, it's freedom. And the influence of the word of God on this planet is, it, 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 and the influence of the word of God in the church, in believers, is the one thing that's holding the enemy back in a lot of areas. Why do you think he spend so much time trying to get people away from the word? Because Jesus said, you abide in my word, you'll be my disciples, you'll know the truth, the truth will set you free. And the enemy knows that he knows I've got to get them walking away from the word. i have got to pull them away from the word of God, because if I can get them walking in other ways, if I can get them yielding to other things, I can open their lives up and bring darkness, bring oppression, bring death, destruction, all kinds of other things into their lives. The enemy will do anything he can to oppose the word of God, even if it means convincing Christians to, to, to abandon the word of God in some way. See, the enemy does not care about a church filled with tradition and religious ideas and human ideas. It doesn't bother him. In fact, he can move freely in that kind of environment. He can oppress people. He can bring a sickness. He can convince them it's okay. It's of God. and They'll just yield to it. But the moment the word of God starts to coming into an environment, the enemy gets concerned and he will oppose that. And he will stir up hatred and do everything he can to stop and block and prevent and keep people out of the word of God. Why? Word of God is your your freedom. The word of God is the one thing that will stop him having that access to your life. Now, I've talked about the spirit of God in the last few weeks, and these, th- these two things work together. Spirit of God will bring freedom to people's lives. But even when the anointing and the spirit of God can set people free in a moment, after they are th- free, if they then go back, walk in darkness, they open their lives back up to some things. The only way to live free and to walk free and to abide in freedom and to become more free is to walk in the light of the word. It's the only way. And in the light of the word, you give the spirit of God constant access to your life. But let me read something to you in Isaiah 60. And you've probably heard this before. But but I want, I want to make a point out of something out of Isaiah 60 verse 1 says this. Arise, shine, for your light has come. Light. I want you to notice that word light. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Then it says in the next verse, for behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> He's not talking natural darkness here. He's talking about spiritual darkness. Now, when you when you read in the Word of God, you find out that the Word of God connects oppression, gloom, depression, death, and all kinds of other things to darkness. The realm of darkness is the realm of death. The realm of darkness is the is the realm the enemy has freedom to move however he wants to. Now, think about this. He talks about darkness covering the earth. It means all over the place. It doesn't sound good. That's the kind of environment the devil can just do whatever he wants in. This is what the enemy wants. He wants humanity walking so much in the ways of darkness that he can just have freedom to do whatever he wants. The word of God is his threat. It's, it's what will stop him. It's what will bring light into a situation. And light brings freedom and truth. That's why the enemy doesn't want the word of God being taught in church. He doesn't want believers getting into the word of God. He wants to prevent and stop and talk us out of it in any way he can. Because if we don't have the light of the word in our lives, darkness has freedom to move. And So the enemy will deceive people, do whatever he can. He'll act like your friend, act like your buddy. Oh, it's okay. Do those things over there. But that doing those things is stepping out of the word. Once you're in darkness, once you're yielding to and letting darkness in your life, the enemy can bring all his other junk in as well. He brings that oppression. Starts to And see, people don't realize that they don't make the connection between these things. But the word of God does. This is why God's not trying to take away our fun by saying, walk in my word. Don't do this. Do this. God is showing us the path of life, light, and freedom. And it's so important. Now, I was thinking about this verse, for behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. And it says, deep darkness, the people. And I was thinking about that. And I thought to myself, why? What enables darkness to cover the earth to that degree? That doesn't sound good at all. In darkness is oppression. Why does the earth get that bad? You see, you've got to realize this. The enemy cannot just bring his darkness onto the planet anytime he wants to. The enemy works through yielded vessels. He had to get Adam and Eve to yield to him, to listen to him, to go his way in order to get access into their lives. And that was just a couple of human beings, Adam and Eve. But ever since then, the enemy has worked, has been working at getting human beings more and more yielded to him to walk more in his ways. So why, why is the earth going to reach a stage where darkness covers the earth? Because there were so many people on the planet yielded to the ways of the enemy and in that kind of environment the enemy has freedom to move he can do whatever he wants that's what he's always wanted he's wanted to be able to bring all the oppression he wants we need to see the danger of this there is no life there is no freedom in darkness this is why the bible shows when you receive jesus he sets you free he delivers you from darkness he puts you into the kingdom of light that's where freedom is And it says he has called us out of darkness into light in light is truth in light is freedom in light is true life outside of light is darkness. And that's where there is death and depression. The ways of God that he reveals in his word are designed to bring light into our lives. God says walk as children of light walk in the light. That's not because God's trying to be mean to us and try to be nasty. He is showing us how to live free from the oppression of the enemy. Now, that's what I've titled tonight, living free, living free, not just getting free, living free. If we're going to live free and we're going to walk in the realm of freedom, we've got to be people of light who walk in the light. The word of God has been trying to show us this all along. Proverbs chapter four, Proverbs chapter four, verse 18 and 19 Says this, the path of the just or the righteous, the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter. Now, what do you think about when you think about the sun? You think about light. okay? the shining light shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. Then the next verse, verse 19, says the way of the wicked is like darkness. There it is. We're back to darkness again. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. See, when you're in darkness, you don't know what's tripping you up. You can't see it. People don't know why there's so much oppression in their lives. They don't know why there's captivity. They don't know why they keep tripping up and things keep beating them and things keep getting on top of them. And why every time they're trying to move forward, it feels like something grabs them and pulls them back. And and why they keep falling into Captivity of the enemy in different areas. That's what happens in darkness. And if we walk in darkness, we're not going to live free. It's what God's trying to show us, you see, the way of darkness is the way of oppression. This is what the this is what God has been pointing us to. It's what he's trying to show us in his word, he keeps showing us walk in this way because this is the way of life. Walk in this way because this is the way of light and in light is freedom. If you step out of that way, you step into darkness. And the more we walk in darkness, the more access we give the enemy to our lives. We don't want this. And this is why, as I said a moment ago, this is why the enemy has done everything he can to convince us we don't need the word of God in the church. And Christians today despising and turning from the word of God say it's not that important. Yes, it's important. I've got to say this. We've got to, if we want to walk fully in the ways of God, if we want to experience the power and manifestation of the Holy Spirit, if we want the freedom and the power and the life of God working in our lives, we've got to yield our lives to light and the ways of light and light is revealed in the word of God. It is the path where it says, God says, this is the way, walk in it. Why? Because that's the path of freedom. That's the path of light. On that path, the enemy can't get to you. He can't oppress you. Can't bring us junk into your life. There's protection on that path. Don't walk on that path because on that path is darkness and oppression. You go on that path, the enemy gets full access into your life. Not because God's being mean, God's trying to show us. He's trying to help us. This is this is this is why. See, this is let's go back to our original text. They didn't realize they were just as much slaves as everyone else. They thought they were free. Jesus said nope. You're, you're a slave to sin. And that slavery is just, it, it, it's putting you in captivity. It's binding up your life. And once you, you become a slave to the enemy in one area, he can begin. can bring in all his mess in other areas too. That's why Jesus came to set us free from that. He says, i have set you free from the power of sin. And with being free from the power of sin comes freedom in all kinds of other areas, healing, oppression, all of it. You get You step out of the realm of darkness, you get transferred into light. Walk in the light and there's freedom in life. This is what Jesus said in John 8. Uh, the, uh, the, this is where I started off. John eight thirty one. If you abide where? In my word. You'll know you are my disciples indeed. You'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. This might be a verse we've heard a lot, but we can't neglect this. This all starts with the word. Abide in the word. Why? In the word is the truth. And in that truth is the way of light and the way of freedom. Step outside of that. Neglect that. Push the word of God aside. You will walk in the ways of darkness and oppression will have free access to your life. That's why the enemy wants to convince us we don't need the word of God. We need to stand on this. We need to stand up for the truth of the word of God and direct people back at this truth because there's freedom in this. The Bible is not designed to captivate you. It's not designed to oppress you. It's not going to make your life worse. It is designed to bring freedom in every area of your life as you walk in its ways. There's freedom in it. See, that that passage I read you a moment ago. In Isaiah, actually Proverbs, sorry, Proverbs 4, where it talks about verse 19 says, the way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. Read that a moment ago. Right after that, this is what it then says in the next verse, verse 20. My son, give attention to my words. Why? He's just talked about darkness. He's just talked about stumbling. He's just shown you that in darkness is that stumbling around. And we know from elsewhere in the word, in darkness is death and oppression. Then God says, Give attention to my words. Why? His word's going to direct you out of that darkness. His word is going to direct you out of that oppression. His word is going to direct you out of the way where the enemy has access into your life. So he says, My son, give attention to my words incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. God is saying, surround yourself with my word. Why? Notice what he says in the next verse for they, my words, his words, they are life. They are life. Walk outside those words. You're in the realm of death. Don't let the enemy dangle that carrot in front of you and say, oh, it's okay. You just do whatever you want to. Nothing will go wrong. You can just, we're free to live however we want to. That is the deception of the enemy. That is the tempter, the liar, the accuser. It is the deceiver who people are listening to, even in the church, stepping away from the word, turning away from the word, and then wondering why they're stumbling and why there's so much oppression and captivity in their lives. God said, Give my word your attention. Why? They are life. Life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. It's not not just spiritually bring healing to your body. His word will release you from that captivity in your body and set you free. The more you walk in the ways of it. and Then he says in the next verse, keep your heart, guard your heart. That word keep means guard your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. he just spoke about life. The word is life. As that word gets in your heart, it brings life out of your heart into every part of your being. Setting you free from oppression, setting you free from the captivity of the enemy. That's why the devil, he does not want the word of God having free reign. He wants to cover this earth in his darkness. He wants to bring his mess, his oppression, his captivity into humanity. He's He's not mankind's friend. I don't care what the Hollywood movies make it look like. He ain't your friend. His desire is to bring every degree of oppression and darkness into people's lives that he can. He will happily imprison this whole planet and every human on this planet to his mess and his ways. God is the solution. God is the answer. He is the one who shines the light on his word and say there. That path right there, that'll bring freedom into your life. Walk on it. Walk on it. This is why you see over and over in the New Testament. And I'm going to round this up in just a moment. But over and over in the New Testament, we see like Ephesians 5 verse 8 says, for you were once darkness. Before we were in Christ, we, we were in the realm of darkness. The enemy had free access in that environment. But then it says you were once darkness now now that you've received Jesus you are light in the Lord. And then he adds something else on walk as children of light. So you can you can be set free from the darkness transferred into the light in Christ and then wander back in and walk in the ways of darkness and you give the enemy access back into your life. Darkness is where the enemy has Freedom to do what he wants to do. When Christians walk away from the word, they might be free in the sense that their spirit has been made a new creation, but they walk; they step back into the ways of darkness, walk away from the word, walk in the ways of the enemy. And each time they do that, they open their lives up. They give the devil access. They give oppression. They give darkness access into areas of their lives. So I says, now that you light, walk in the light, walk. One John says this, If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. He goes on. But I want you to notice walk in the light, walk in the light, the light of what the light of the word of God. That's where the freedom is. Spirit of God can bring freedom to your life in a moment, can set you free like that. But so many people get touched by the spirit of God. And then because they continue walking in the ways of darkness after that. That oppression comes back into their life. These two things need to work together. Yes, the anointing of God, the spirit of God, the power of God can set you free in a moment. But then after that, we want to walk in the light of the word. Allow the word to guide our path and show us the ways of light. And in that is living free. Now, I want this message to challenge you tonight. I want this to stir you. I want this to grab your attention. And I agree. I see Jackie says a timely word right now. I agree. It is a very timely word because, and I'm going to say this one more time just before I close, the enemy is doing everything he can right now amongst a lot of Christians to convince people, Christians to walk away from the word of God. Now it doesn't mean backslide. They'll still go to church, but they'll despise the word. They want to keep the word out. The word's not necessary. We don't need the word. The word's outdated. That was just the opinion of Paul. We don't need that. We've got different ideas. Yeah. The ideas of darkness. We've got to have a church walking in the ways of the word. We've got to bring back our esteem and our value for the word of God and hold it in the place that God says to hold it. Keep it central in the church and in our lives and in our beliefs and walk in it. Because in that is the freedom. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you. And I just pray, Father God, that in this message that that that, that, that people will get stirred. will begin to be challenged, Lord God, to, to turn back to the word of God. Turn back to the word of the Lord. And to not listen to the lies of the enemy that are trying to pull us away from the word of God. Because the, the the wordless church is the powerless church. The wordless church is the environment the enemy can just work in as much as he wants to. But we need a church that is strong on the word. We need Christians, individual believers that are strong in the word of God so that they can live and walk and abide in freedom. Help us to see this, Lord. Open people's eyes to this truth, and let's turn away. Let's reject that oppression and slavery and lies of the enemy and his darkness and walk in the ways of light. And, Lord, we just give you the glory because I thank you, Lord. You've shown us the way to freedom. You've shown us how to live free, and I give you the glory and the honor. I thank you that as we abide in your word and put it into practice, more and more freedom comes in more and more areas of our lives. We give you all of the glory for that in the name of Jesus. Amen. So thank you for listening. And I'll read some of these messages afterwards uh, that, uh, that are getting there. But uh, God bless you. And we will see you all again soon. Thank you very much.